With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There we go. Here I am. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, good morning. Uh, it is October 29th, Sunday, bi-week Sunday. Didn't do a post-game show yesterday because there wasn't a game to talk about. Uh, Anthony Broom here for the Wolverine.com. It is a solo show this time around. A quick little q and I'll be here for the next half hour or so taking YouTube questions, talking about some of the stuff that's out there. We'll talk. Hopefully we can talk a little bit of football. Uh, also, the sign-stealing stuff is out there as well. I see a lot of comments in here already. Uh, some of them saying that I am, I'm not going to pull it up. Someone said that I was clickbait and that we should listen to Isaiah Hole. Uh, listen to Isaiah Hole. Isaiah is a friend of the site, uh, but yeah, um, I the thing, you know, there's no clickbait here. We won't do any clickbait. That's not what we're going to do for the next half hour or so. Um, so yeah, uh, this is pretty going to be pretty loose. Uh, it's going to be entirely, I don't really have a structured form uh, for how the show is going to go on Sunday, because it is just me and your questions. So uh, start getting those in. I will get them lined up in the queue before we do that. Of course, uh, have to get to just a bit of housekeeping, have bills to pay around here. And again, I am self-producing here. So give me a second to pull up our ad read. Uh, we are sponsored today by our friends over at homefieldapparel.com. Uh, Homefield, they've been great friends to us over the years. Uh, you've heard me talk about their their wonderful vintage uh, designs, the the bomber jackets, the Michigan, you know, anything you could possibly ask for and more. They have a collection, as you see it up on the screen now. Uh, use promo code Wolverine23 for 15% off your first order over at Home Field. Again, we're talking premium vintage designs. We're talking a, a, you know, a wide-ranging Michigan collection, as you can see now. You've got the bomber jacket. You've got a football bundle. You've got 1992 Big Ten champions. You know, if you're kind of in that retro sphere of, of the gear that you like to have, a home field, there is no better place to go than our pals over at homefieldapparel.com. You've got the baseball script hoodie. Maybe you've seen me wear that on, that on the air before. Uh, there's hockey. Anything you could ask for, home field has it. So use that promo code Wolverine23 for 15% off your first order. Shout out to our friends Connor and Joshua over at home field. 
and yeah, support them today. Homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Wolverine23, and that info is in the description below as well. Uh, yeah, so we'll just get right into questions here. We'll start with this one from Jeffrey Blue, and I'll say this too. like If you want to move yourself to the front of the line, use that donate feature below, and we will obviously you'll, you'll be uh, what takes precedence here. So uh, Jeffrey Blue says, Tell us what you know about this coordinated hit campaign, Anthony, and what Michigan intends to do about it. All right, listen. I want to make something very clear about what's going on with Michigan right now. We will talk about the PI, you know, the alleged PI stuff. We will talk about where some of these leaks are coming from. I want to make sure I distill this down to how I feel about this situation first. Connor Stallions got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Uh, there is going to be some kind of punishment for this. And, you know, there are people that there are people that will argue, well, oh, the, the rules aren't clearly written, and they're not. And I think that's going to be a huge part of Michigan's defense here. Uh, but there was, I think, in the rosiest possible way to put it, uh, some a little bit of overzealousness of, of how Michigan was going about, or I shouldn't even say Michigan. We don't know who is involved in this. It's Connor Stallions right now. Um, I think there was a little bit of overzealousness in how he went about you know, making a name for himself and, and scouting future opponents. And, you know, there are a lot of things to me that are unclear right now in terms of, you know, where where the money came from, all of those types of things. Um, with that being said, and like I said before, like there will be, there will be a punishment from this. Like Connor Stallions is not going to work in college athletics again. I'd be very surprised. And then that, that's my opinion. That's not the facts. That's just where we're at right now. I think the most likely outcome here with this whole Michigan situation is that he probably winds up getting a show cause. He probably winds up not working in college football again. I assume there's going to be some kind of suspension if they tack this onto the burger gate thing for Jim Harbaugh, but it's not a, you know, it's not something that I think that you don't sign him to an extension for. It's not something where I think you have to totally uproot what's been built here just because of, you know, what Jim Harbaugh should have known about his program. But this PI thing is fascinating. I mean, it's some of it is, I don't know if I'd say it's wishful thinking. It sounds too stupid to be true, but there's a lot of things about this story that sound too stupid to be true right now. The fact that, uh, you know, you had Connor Stallions putting, you know, putting ticket purchases in his own name. You have him on Venmo with, you know, apparently he's a, He's a t-shirt salesman on Venmo uh, before those transactions went private. But if we're sitting here dealing with a situation where not only, and I know there's the Jim Stapleton stuff too, about what is, what isn't getting leaked to the NCAA. We're sitting here having the conversation, even that we're having the conversation that a rival can now hire a PI to investigate what's going on at another university just because they've been getting their ass kicked. If that's what's happening, I, I don't know where it goes. I don't know if there's a punishment for that, but this is some of the most unhinged behavior <laughs> that I've ever seen. I mean, this story, I mean, they need to start draft. Like if there's not a draft script already for the, what the 30 for 30 of this thing looks like, someone better start it because you've got, you know, a guy, with a manifesto on the Michigan side, you've got an Ohio state side. This is the thing that 
is crazy to me too is that there's there's been too much smoke that Ryan Day hired a PI. Like you have that was a message board rumor like a month ago that oh well Ryan Day, you know, something's going on at Michigan. Ryan Day hired a PI to see what's going on and things like that. And, and again, I, we don't know that that's true. I mean, it's it's super, you know, it's it's hinted heavily. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But the twists and turns already in this story are are insane. I've never seen anything like it, which is why I haven't come on. And, and this might be why people think I'm selling doom and gloom. I'm I'm not coming on the air. I'm not going on social media and planting a flag and saying witch hunt. Damn it. There's no way Michigan's guilty of this. I want to keep seeing what info comes forward because, you know, as Rich Eisen put it, it's the drip, 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 right? We just keep seeing things slowly but surely get leaked out. Um, there are a lot of twists and turns coming in this story based on what is kind of whispered about being out there right now. So right now, yeah, I mean, it does feel like the fact that the Ohio State beat, or I don't even I don't even know if it's the beat, if it's the message boards, it's, if it's some of their beat writers, some of the pay sites, the fact that there have been there's been this slow drip of stuff about Michigan going back five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it is. There's smoke there. So, like there's things are amiss down in Columbus too. So it does not absolve Michigan of anything that's going on right now. It doesn't, uh, you know, make anything that Connor stallions may or may not have done um, acceptable or palatable uh, at, in, at the, the best case scenario is that you're kind of brazenly pushing the line and, and, you know, from that perspective, but um, this is fascinating and I have no idea where it goes next. So um, what Michigan intends to do about it, Jeffrey, I don't know. I mean, based on everything we know, there was a meeting Thursday, everyone, the powers that be that were there. And I know there's some confusion over who that was, but I, I do think Thursday's meeting involved power brokers at the university they feel better Thursday, Friday, Saturday than maybe they did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in terms of their ability to fight this, how comfortable they feel about, you know, what their defense might be and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to start seeing what act two looks like here very soon, which maybe includes the Michigan response. We see Michigan leaks to the media because this is all lest we forget this all kind of came out super fast. Um, so we'll see. I think people are kind of getting their ducks in a row. You want to make sure that you have the appropriate response. You want to make sure you can't just, I'd say you can't just recklessly leak stuff, but that's been going on apparently on the other side of this. So, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, let me go to a question from Dunedin. If I pronounced that right, buddy, uh, he says, my question is, does this serve to fuel the team the rest of the way? Or is this going to be a bad distraction? I mean, you look at the Michigan State game, it didn't seem like a distraction. In fact, what it looked like, well, it looked like they played the worst team in the Big Ten, first and foremost. The second thing it looked like is that this team was as focused as we've seen it all year. I think we saw, you know, we kind of rallied, or we saw them kind of rally around the situation that was going on. We saw them just dominate every single facet of the game. And mind you, there was a lot less information then than there is now. You know, you had the bye week, and players are on social media. They see this. I mean, they know they talk about they they don't see 
rankings. They don't see stories. They don't see what people are saying about them. But just you don't have to look further than the, the head coach they play for. They internalize everything, and they don't forget anything. And I do think that, you know, if I'm a – I can't speak for the players in the locker room right now, but if I'm a player and – all of a sudden people are, because let's be honest here too. I know the NCAA investigation is apparently going to, going to involve coaches. It will involve players. Why players don't know, like, like some of this borderline espionage stuff, players just show up like players have enough on their plates. Like they have full-time classes. They've got full-time football. They've got, they've got their hands full. They don't know what's going on in terms of scouting and in terms of how a game plan is being put in. So, that's the reason. That's the other reason too. I don't think that vacated wins or anything like that, postseason ban. I don't think that's on the table because typically when those situations arise is when you know you have players that are bought and paid for or guys that are academically ineligible. And as far as I know, that's not the case at Michigan. In fact, uh, it's the opposite. I mean, they're graduating more guys than they ever have. Um, we know that they're not buying players right? We've been following the recruiting trail and NIL and all those things. So, um, you know, how are the players, how is it going to serve as fuel to the players? I think if I'm a player in that locker room, I'm pissed off because if you're a guy that's been here the last three years, you now have everyone, everybody questioning the legit, legit, I can't talk this morning, no coffee yet, the legitimacy of what you've done. And that would piss me off. Now, this is the thing about the sign stealing thing and, and, and make it clear too. stealing signs is not illegal. It's actually a pretty big part of the chess match. That is college football because there's no headsets for so, you know, I'm watching the, the Ohio state Wisconsin game last night. You've got guys dressed up, you know, green, purple, blue. They look like the wiggles or the Teletubbies out there, you know, making their signs and doing, you know, this and put radios in the damn helmets. It looks ridiculous, but, I don't know that like the NCA itself considered repealing this rule because of a quote, you know, marginal or, or minimum competitive advantage. I don't know that you can quantify the advantage that you would get from knowing signs, especially if you think someone knows your signs, change your signs. TCU changed the signs. They put dummy signs in and they competed with Michigan. And that's not, you know, Michigan had its own share of issues in that game. The turnovers, uh, some missed calls. Listen, man, like that's football. So if I'm a player, you know, if Michigan's going to send 15, 16, 17 guys to the NFL draft this year, it's, it has nothing to do with Michigan stealing signs. It has everything to do with their play, you know, Michigan's players being better than your players. So if I'm in that locker room right now, I'm pissed off. And, and I like how Rich Eisen put it right now is that, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. And, and maybe there are people in the program that are guilty of some wrongdoing, which I don't, that might even be a stretch given the way the NCAA rule book is written. Um, you just got to obliterate, you go out and obliterate everyone. It's football. Now everyone knows that, you know, Michigan's been stealing their, Michigan has our signs. Michigan has our signs. Guess what? You're Ohio State. You have five weeks, four or five weeks, whatever it is. Rest of the Big Ten, again, apparently this is the quietest 
or the the worst kept secret in the Big Ten. You got coaches calling other coaches. Again, the investigation will show what Michigan is guilty and is not guilty of. And question how those findings came about too. If it's from an independent firm that happens to be, even if it's not Ryan's Ryan Day's brother, it's pretty clear. Like Ohio State or Ryan Day or someone on behalf of them hired a PI or an investigative firm. I don't know. That's a precedent you want to send either. Getting our ass kicked on the field. So let's just let's just hire someone to dig up dirt. What stops Georgia from doing that to Alabama or Auburn from doing that to Alabama or Alabama from doing that to Tennessee or what have you? That's fascinating to me. And we'll wait for we'll wait for the the drip, drip, drip stuff to come out. Dallas will have reporting on it. Uh, Him and Clayton down in Texas for different reasons this weekend. We'll be back. I assume the three of us tomorrow. But yeah, in terms of how the team responds, I mean, they're going to beat the brakes off Purdue. Honestly, I think at this point, they're, you're probably looking at them. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's low scoring in um, in Happy Valley in a couple weeks. But I don't see it with this Penn State team. Maryland, it's not September anymore. We know what they are. And Ohio State, like I- I'm sure that'll be a battle. But... Yeah, these guys will be pissed off. Uh, Let's go to... Don't have a producer this morning, so let me... I kind of have to scroll through here on my own. Uh, Let's go to this one from LW Wisdom. So someone mentioned before, is this outside firm being investigated? It seems they created a cybercrime by getting information off Michigan computers. Yeah, that's the other thing is, is was this some kind of hack? I know, I know that people have asked if the FBI is involved, if it has anything to do with the Matt Weiss investigation. It does not. Full stop. It does not have anything to do with Matt Weiss. The Michigan's police have come out and said that. And again, people say, oh, take it for a grain of salt. It's U of M police. It has nothing to do with, has nothing to do with it based on what we know. Matt Weiss's issue had nothing to do with anything on the field. That's a personal issue, and we still don't know what he's guilty of there, what's going on there. The FBI is involved there. Odd stuff. Again, just <laughs> it's never a dull moment around here, right? Um, If there was an outside firm that accessed Michigan documents illegally, does that exonerate Michigan from what may have been found? Probably not. But if there was some kind of of hack or attack or whatever it was, and I don't even know if the cyber attack, you know, there was those cyber attacks on campus at U of M, I think in late August. I don't know if that has anything to do with it either. I I, I just, I hesitate to think it does because it seems like a coincidence. Um. Again, it just seems like a wild precedent to send. To send. I, I mean, it's. I'm still kind of baffled that it's even something that's a possibility. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's kind of all I have to say about that right now. I mean, I, I think the truth will ultimately be revealed. I know for a fact 
Trust me. And people, this is one thing I can't say with confidence. People have wondered, where's the Michigan response? Who, you know, are they going to fight for this guy? Listen, see what's the old saying? Real G's move in silence like lasagna. There are people making moves behind the scenes right now. And I do think that this is going to be something that um, whatever the act two of this story looks like, which is maybe how Michigan punches back or what we find out about who this outside firm was. I think that uh, there might be some fireworks with that. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to take some more questions here, but before I do, I want to talk again, another friend to discuss here on the show, our friends over at Caldera lab. Uh, Fellas, listen, season greetings is right around the corner and more like season's compliments are guaranteed after making the leap to skincare with Caldera Lab. Uh, I have a skincare routine, fellas. Um, me, I'm in my early 30s now, starting to see the wrinkles and stuff up here, um, trying to maintain that youthful glow, maintain that football season glow. And to do that, uh, our friends over at Caldera Lab can help you. Again, uh, if I pull them up on the screen here. Uh, Caldera Lab has a uh, the regimen. Uh, which includes three products, the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. The clean slate starts and ends your day. It's a face wash that leaves all skin types refreshed and hydrated. The base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. And the good is your go-to multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother as well as help reduce the visibility of those aforementioned wrinkles and fine lines. Every drop of the serum is packed with 3.4 million antioxidant units protecting your skin. And just for our audience, as you can see on the screen, we have an exclusive deal for you. You're not being this offer. Use promo code at MISH23 at calderalab.com for 20% off right now. Get 20% off over at calderalab.com. Use promo code MISH, that's M-I-C-H 23. And thanks to Caldera for their continued support of the Wolverine podcast. All right, uh, we will go back to questions now. I uh, have time for a couple more. Really, mostly what I'm seeing is people fighting in the comments, which is not crazy at all. That tends to happen. Uh, Justin Courtney says, Anthony, could you comment on anything you may have heard regarding the Big Ten and this whole situation? I haven't heard a lot. I, I know that uh, the Big Ten's in an interesting spot here. Because, you know, if it's true that your two biggest member institutions are kind of going at it through PIs and such now, which again, I want to reiterate, there's no evidence Michigan's doing that uh, based on what we know. I don't know. Like, I don't know that you can. Let me back up for a second. Calling it what it is, these TV networks are the conference commissioner now. And I know there's been talk about, oh, well, you need to make them immediately ineligible for the Big Ten title game. You need to keep them out of the college football playoff. First and foremost, the college football playoff, or the NCAA does not have jurisdiction over the college football playoff. College football playoff governs this sport. And the Big Ten, you got to think too, is that Given that, again, like I said before, these TV networks are essentially the conference commissioner right now. I don't think, like, this is great TV now. Like, cheating-ass Michigan, everyone's going to tune in to hate-watch them more than anyone ever has. 
So are you going to rule to make them ineligible from Big Ten championship game? Um, you know, those big type of events? No, it's not happening. Now, could the Big Ten step in and do something? I'm sure they could, but uh, I don't think the TV networks will let that happen. I don't think the college football playoff will let that happen. Uh, like it or not, you're going to have to keep hearing about it because this is the, you know, it's a storyline. You'll hear about it on a broadcast. You'll hear about it, you know, on social media. Um, I don't know what the Big Ten's response would be um, because the current conference commissioner, Tony Petiti, is, I believe, a former TV exec. So there is no, there's no precedent for this. I don't know that even, you know, even just going back, take, you know, take the microscope off of the PI stuff. Let's just look at what Michigan's accused of. We've never seen, you know, a, a quote unquote scandal play out like this in real time while a season's going on, to my knowledge. So you really do have to practice caution and not make rash don't make rash decisions about it. And I would say the same thing to Michigan's leadership in terms of, you know, tabling a Jim Harbaugh contract extension or wanting to self-impose another, you know, more of a suspension for Jim Harbaugh. Take a deep breath. Like let this drip, drip, drip happen. Gather your facts. Rebut to it. Because it's kind of this like reckless, like it's kind of a reckless paper trail of things that got not only them into this situation in the first place, but now maybe is dragging Ohio state into it with what they've been doing. So you do need time to, to step back and consider your options and things like that. I, this season is not going to be affected. Michigan will remain eligible. They will not receive a postseason ban. I don't think that they will wind up having wins vacated or anything like that. But in terms of what the conference response is, I, I I don't know. I think the conference's response would be game on. Let's put them on TV. Let's put them on big noon. We want people hate watching this team because people do that anyways, right? I mean, Michigan has the TV ratings they do not only because of their, use this term first uh, today, the vast network of alumni across the country. It's because people people hate you too. They love to watch you lose. So make them tune in and watch you win. I think that's the only way forward. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with that, Justin. Uh, Justin also goes on to say, I think they should go ahead and sign Jim and then tell the NSA to F off like Tennessee did, threaten to sue. That's the other thing, too, is that my gut feeling, when you look at what Michigan is accused of, I think some decent lawyer lawyering could get you out of this with probably a big fine uh, would be spread. You know, I, I don't know what the number would look like. It'd be in the millions of dollars. And you probably, there's probably more of a suspension coming for Jim Harbaugh. Like that might be the, that might be where it ends up. Suspend him for, you know, Fresno state in Texas, whatever it winds up being that will have made it, you know, if they loop all this in together, because remember too, they don't they don't have a notice of allegations for this yet. An investigation just started. They have a draft notice of allegations from the Burgergate thing, but nothing official from that. So I do think that when all is said and done, the NCAA will kind of loop all this in together. And that could take some time too. Especially if now there's a potential cyber attack involved. That's so ridiculous, right? 
I, it's, I don't know. Uh, I have time for a few more here. Sorry for the voice crack. Uh, Boy Howdy says, I'm liking your takes better today. I appreciate that. I'll throw that up on the screen. Hey, listen, uh, we don't always bat a thousand, right? And and the one thing I'll say about how my views on this matter will continue to evolve, they will evolve as new information becomes available. Right now, like I said, um, just to kind of sum it up in whole, how I feel about this situation is that I feel like it was pretty unnecessary. Just like the things that Michigan is accused of in general. Uh, you know, everyone has a designated sign stealing guy on staff. Um, that's not that's not a new development at all. That's not some Michigan's not exactly reinventing the wheel there. Uh, and it is true. Like there are some things people will just say like, oh, well, you know, you just watch the broadcast angle, watch the all 22 and you get all the signs you need. Go back and watch game replays. Like if you're trying to see the sideline, you can't. You really can't. And that doesn't that's not exonerating Michigan. But, you know, there was, you know, at the very least, at the very least, I think all of us can admit this, a pretty brazen and brave step into the gray area. So, and at worst, it was just completely reckless, you know, putting the program in a completely bad spot to advance your career, according to the manifesto. So again, I mean, it's just, it just goes back and forth. Like I, I'm kind of like a yo-yo on this right now, because every time there's more information that becomes available, you do kind of reshape it a bit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's weird. It is weird to me. There's like national, this is the most interesting thing to me about this whole situation is that you're not seeing any coaches come out publicly in the land-based Michigan, at least publicly. Everyone will roll on Michigan when you talk to them, you know, as an anonymous source. But again, I mean, it's the rule is the rule. Like in-person scouting as a representative of the university, which the argument is that, you know, is someone that Connor Stallions paid is that a personal thing or when a Michigan staffer pays someone to go, do they become a representative of the university? This is all stuff that will be sorted out. And a lot of questions that we're asking in real time. So the one thing I would say is like practice patience, not only with this story, but with us too. Cause I, I mean, this is everything that comes out to me is new information. So uh, like I said, we have time for a few more. Anthony Richardson asks, uh, so this, is this actually an investigation being that no notice has been given by the NCA? Yes, it is an investigation. Like the NCA for a fact was in Ann Arbor last week. They have opened up an investigation. You receive a notice of allegations. When the investigation is complete, you dot your T's, you cross the dot your T's, cross the T's, dot the I's, you know, sign your name, submit the report. That's what a notice of allegations is. And once that is served, that could be, and it seems like the NCA wants to move fast here. 
so, I mean, it sometimes takes months. Sometimes it takes years for them to investigate. I think given that it is, you know, there is just so much out there that would suggest they want to maybe be quicker with this than they normally are. Maybe we see them move that timeline up, but until there is a notice of allegations served to the school, there is everything is kind of pending at that point. And once you receive that notice of allegations, then you have 90 days to respond. And I believe the NCAA has up to 30 days to respond to your 90 days. So if you're Michigan, you'd be stupid to not fight it. You really would. Um, and the other thing you have to do is kind of just stop with, uh, you know, puffing your chest out about, you know, the whole leaders and best and we do things the right way. And gosh darn it, we won't let anyone embarrass the university. Let it go. Like that facade is gone, right? And I think a lot of the reason that there have been Michigan fans that have acted so emotionally about this is because that facade has kind of cracked, right? With these allegations, you know, the fact that, you know, a lot of us have to kind of put this in the lens of, well, well, did he did, did he really do anything wrong? The fact that you kind of have to sort of justify it kind of speaks to like, there was intent to do some, something that wasn't right. I think we can pretty safely say that um, whether it be, you know, it being self-serving on the behalf of the accused Connor Stallions of advancing his career or whether it, you know, if more people knew about it and just kind of let it keep happening. Um, again, just the whole, the paper trail, the in-person travel, like again, I'm I pointing the finger and saying, well, I bet someone else does that too. That's not a defense to me. So um, yeah, that's kind of sums up. Maybe, maybe the guy who said that my takes are good today has now flipped back to me being an idiot, but, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I have time for a few more. I said it'd be a half hour or so. Uh, we'll, we'll, I think maybe we'll end this one on from Justin. This is Anthony. Isaiah Hole has indicated there's one or two more things to come out that don't look good. Obviously, I understand you can't give details, but are you at least aware of what he's indicating? Um, uh, not really. I think that just not even from Isaiah's reporting, but from like Ballas's reporting too, it seems like we're getting close to at, at the very least the dust settling on act one and moving into this act two of who hired the, the private firm. Cause like, here's the thing too, is that when these stories keep coming out that Connor still, Oh, it's going to come up. Connor Stallions had tickets for Ohio State, Wisconsin. They went unused. That, duh. Duh. He bought tickets to the big game last week. He's bought tickets all year. If what he's accused of is true, yeah, he had probably had tickets. But guess what? It's irrelevant. We know what he's accused of now. So we finally started to reach the point where there's not really any new information coming out about what Michigan is accused of. So it does feel like the dust is kind of settling on that and we'll see what act two looks like. At the very least, what I can confidently say is that it will be interesting and it might 
it doesn't exonerate what Michigan's accused of, but it might add a different layer to this story. This is it might be what turns this story from a 30 for 30 into like a four or five part docuseries. So that's kind of how I feel about where we're going next. Uh, let's end with a football question, actually, uh, from Shab Fam. Uh, Barry L says, I'm very concerned about recruiting. Sorry, I clicked that one up. Uh, it was right before Shab Fam. I, I mean, no disrespect to, to Michigan, no disrespect to our recruiting beat, but I'm already concerned about recruiting, to be honest with you. Uh, Shab Fam. As the season goes on, I am less and less worried about Penn State and Ohio State thoughts. Yes. In short, yes. Um, Penn State will be a battle. I think that defense is going to be able to do enough to get you into a mud fight. But when you get into those late stages, when you need your quarterback to make a play, when you need your playmakers to make a play, I like Michigan's guy at quarterback, and I like Michigan's playmakers. Just like I like them in 2021. Um, you know, Cade was fine, but needed a guy late to make a play to bust that game open in your direction, and Eric All was the guy. I think you put – I think in the trenches and defensively, I think those two teams kind of stack up pretty favorably, or pretty pretty closely, I should say. Michigan's got more firepower and they've got the better quarterback. And quite frankly, signs or not, have your signs, don't have your signs. They have the better coaching staff too. As far as Ohio State goes, in the trenches on both sides of the ball, I just don't see it with them. And I'm sure there's some Ohio State fan now who's all in his feelings that he's here watching and I'm talking bad about his team. Your team's not as good as you think it is. Notre Dame certainly isn't the win it looked like um, several weeks ago. Penn State, okay, cool. Nice win. That offensive line, it, 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 here's the thing. When they are able to effectively get the ball to their skill players, they're terrific. Their offensive line doesn't allow them to do that. Their quarterback at times doesn't allow them to do that. And if I'm Michigan, you know, I'm watching the Ohio State film, and I say, fine. Marv, Maserati Marv, have your 14 or 15 catches. Just don't get beat over the top. Locked on those other guys. So for me, I mean, I, I feel stronger about Michigan now than I did a week ago. Signs, no signs, whatever. It's knowing what we do know about this Michigan team. And knowing the talent they do have, I don't know how you don't flip on the film of those two teams and not kind of foam at the mouth. You're better than them. You're better. You might be better than everyone on this schedule. You might be better than everyone in college football, which is what makes what's going on right now and what you're accused of so damn unnecessary. Like, just play football. Just play football. And I think if this team is able to just play football, they have a chance to run the table. They do. So I don't know what happens after this year. I don't know what the rest of this year looks like. I know that if they just play football, they can beat everyone. 
and and you sort out the Harbaugh stuff, the NCA stuff. Again, we'll see what happens. I don't think they're going to have to vacate wins. I don't think there's going to be a postseason ban because I mean that that just hasn't happened when you don't have ineligible players. I forget who made this argument on social media, and if if you're someone listening, and it is you, please, please like correct me on it. But you know, how can anyone argue that not having like what's a bigger competitive advantage? May, like knowing a team's signs, knowing a team's tendencies, or having Reggie Bush on your team, having Cam Newton on your team. I don't know where else. I don't know what else to say about it. So, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the show with the guys tomorrow. Uh, I assume we get a Jim Harbaugh presser. Purdue week. Uh, it's, it's a busy week. Back to football. Back to football. That's what I want to talk about. That's that's. I spent way too much time this week looking at bylaws and listening to what lawyers had to say. Can't believe I to, I'm saying this, but I want to dive into the Purdue Boilermakers now because that's. They're going to play the games. They're going to play the games. And the court of public opinion will do what it does. But they're going to play the games. And, you know, at this point, I think I'd be damn surprised if they didn't win uh, the rest of these four games coming up as well. So uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in. Be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, you've been If you're watching live, hit that like button right now. Helps us out in the algorithm. Puts us in your feeds. Uh, subscribe to the channel. A lot more coming on this uh, basketball season coming up. I know people aren't really fired up about that either. Uh, the recruiting guys do a bunch too. Um, so yeah, uh, be sure to like and subscribe. We're wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to Homefield and Caldera for their sponsorship of this particular podcast. That's going to do it for me. Um, good night or good morning. I should say good day. Uh, have a wonderful rest of the day uh, to both the Michigan fans and the rival fans that decided to put a little money in the Wolverines pocket this morning. So uh, thanks again. And we will talk to you soon. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business, introducing the Godfather at chumpacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.